the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Instead of what would Jesus do, WWJD, remember those bracelets? Bob France of Always Right Radio, my co-host on Run It Back with Bob and Jack, a podcast that you can grab anywhere you can find podcasts and a frequent caller to this show, said instead of WWJD, I'm asking what would Satan do? He'd attend pro-Hamas rally, then vote yes on issue one. Oof. That's the Friday oof right there. Uh... There's a lot going on in the world uh, from Israel to issue one. And the guy that I want to bring in right now on the legacy on possum phone line to talk about it is a Republican and he is a candidate for U.S. Senate. Bernie Marino, welcome back to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you this morning, sir? I'm doing great, Jack. Thank you for having me. It's always an honor and a pleasure. Lots to go through today. I want to talk about the 300 plus endorsements that you have. I think you've got about a five or six point plan. And then on the back end, if we have time, I want to talk about the the most recent poll and what I see is some really interesting uh, data in that poll that probably bodes well for you. But let's start about let's start with your endorsements. Uh, You had a big announcement this week. Uh, Tell our listeners. Yeah. So we have, uh, as you know, Jack, I've never been on a ballot, never held public office, been a business guy my whole life. Yet, despite that, we have contributors to my campaign, a record $3.5 million from over 3,600 people throughout Ohio in all 88 counties. And on top of that, about 350 endorsements from local grassroots uh, activists, from uh, elected officials at a local level. So we've been able to get uh, this wide support from all over the state, which is, uh, I I think, a a real honor, again, considering that uh, I'm, for the most part, an unknown politically. You know, uh, one of the things that I really remember about you, and it's not that I forget anything, but when we first connected back uh, 2022 in in that race, you really just kind of struck me as the guy, anyone, anywhere, anytime. And uh, I know that you've been on the road. I know that you go places. I know that you have tough conversations and you welcome all the tough questions. And so uh, it's good to see people. uh, I think I think that's resonating with them. So uh, congratulations on on those endorsements. That's uh, that's good news for you in the campaign. Well, thank you. As you know, we launched the campaign April 18th, and from April 18th to basically today, we've driven 50,000 miles into every single corner of Ohio. And like you said, Jack, one of the things that I have uh, when I go everywhere is no questions off limits. In fact, I encourage people to ask tough questions. They can videotape and tape record anything I say, and we really should start demanding different behavior from our elected officials and not letting them say, hey, put your cameras away, put your recording devices away. We're not going to take questions. Uh, that can't be the way we manage our public officials going forward. Amen to that. And uh, same thing in schools. <laughs> but that's a different conversation for another day. Listen, um, you know, the headlines all over the, the world right now deal with terror in Israel. And there's no doubt that action is needed to protect the United States, to protect Israel. I know that Israel is uh, is important to you, and I'll let you talk about that. But to me, 
again, it, it seems like the way that, that Joe Biden has handled the chaos in Israel is akin to how he handled Afghanistan, which is a total train wreck. Um, you have a plan. What would your plan be as a U.S. senator dealing with Israel? Well, let's just be clear that all the uh, people we're seeing throughout the world is a result of American weakness. We have probably uh, the worst president in American history. Uh, Jimmy Carter is looking better and better every day. Mm. And the reality is uh, we have to be clear that Israel was attacked by terrorists, by savage human beings. Uh, This uh, false equivalency that you're seeing around in the media where they're uh, saying, you know, hey, we're sorry, uh, sorry for situations on both sides. No, I'm, no, that's incorrect. Israel is attacked. Israel is the one that has uh, to be given the space to do what they have to do to secure their people. And what you hear, uh, Jack, from the mullahs in Iran or the, or the terrorist savage beast of Hamas is death to Israel. But you also hear death to America. That's right. And what Joe Biden has done is left our border wide open, t- probably over 10,000 plus uh, people coming from all kinds of countries where it's common to hate and want to kill Americans have crossed our border, people, places like Yemen, Iran, Iraq. And by Custom and Border Patrol's own admission, Jack, they've said they have done no vetting, not even basic vetting wow. of these people, which is, you can imagine, the danger that that presents. Absolutely. You know, we looked at the number of, I think it was uh, 610 known uh, I guess folks who are known to be on the, the, the terror watch list were captured. The problem is 1.5 million gotaways are, are out there somewhere. And if even one half of 1% uh, of those are either terrorists or nefarious people, we're looking at 7,500 people. So um, suspending asylum uh, applications would be important. I know you mentioned uh, insisting Mexico uh, resurge its troops to the border um, and are you a fan of re- restarting the construction of the wall? Well, you mean Biden's signature uh, campaign <laughs> issue now? Yeah, Biden's about building the wall. That's, his read, uh, that's, something that, that's his read my lips moment, isn't it? Read my lips, no new taxes, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and you, let me just go through this real quick, Jack. It's important yep. for your listeners to understand. You can't cross into our country illegally. That is against the law. The loophole is that if you do that and then raise your hand and say, hey, I'm seeking asylum, that's how you end up in a luxury hotel in New York City uh, with free health care, free insurance, and, uh, and free uh, public education. So what we have to do, what I've called for, because we have to be proactive. We don't want to see dead Americans before our government acts. We need to act now. What does that look like? It means suspending all asylum applications through the end of 2025. So if somebody does cross into our border illegally and claims asylum, we can immediately return them. So there is no hearing. It's an immediate return. That has to happen. If somebody has a court date for an asylum hearing that's after January of 2024, that that, uh, court date should be canceled, and the people who have those court dates should be immediately told to return to their prior country. Because, again, Jack, we've done no vetting. We've done not even the basic uh, amount of vetting because the the border patrol agents have been overwhelmed. We do have to finish the wall. We have to work with Mexico to make certain that they understand we want them to be our partner. They're our largest legal trading partner, but they're also bringing in deadly fentanyl across our border. And we have to make certain that we work with them to wipe the drug cartels off the face of the earth by declaring them foreign terrorist organizations 
in using our military, working with the Mexican military, to cleanse Mexico of these ruthless uh, people that are causing American deaths. We have to do those things, because if we don't, Jack, what's going to happen is we're going to see an incident in America that will be uh, even worse than what we saw in 9-11, and we cannot allow that to happen. Amen to that. Amen to that. Hey, I want to pivot real quick. We've got about a minute and a half. Um, I think it was an Emerson College poll that came out. And right now, I think Sherrod Brown is uh, concerned. Um, When you look at the plus or minus on that poll, every single Republican is likely beating him. Um, Dolan is up to uh, Frank is down or up one. And it actually had you at, at a couple of points below. But Here's how I interpreted that. 23% of voters are undecided. And there's this guy. Uh, I don't know. I think his name's Donald Trump. <laughs> I think if he weighs in, my gut tells me if he weighs in on the race, it's going to be him weighing in with you. And to me, uh, that seals the deal. How do you feel about that poll? I mean, we're 13 months out. Is it too early? Um, what did you read into it? Well, he's certainly vulnerable. That's what the poll tells you. Uh, President Trump is incredibly popular in Ohio. That's the other piece, because nobody needs to know more about Biden or Trump. We know what we need to know about both of them. And President Trump's up by 12, which is a pretty huge number. In terms of where I am, this is a factor of name ID, but we're all within a margin of error, uh, which basically tells you the weakness of the other two. These are career politicians who are well-known. As you know, Matt Dolan ran last time, got 23% of the vote. And so they should be dramatically ahead of me, given that we've spent zero money so far on paid media. But once we start doing that, I feel really good about where we stand. Again, the reality is the fundraising is the first indicator. We've outraised Matt Dolan two to one. We've outraised Frank LaRose like five to one. Uh, We have this grassroots support that's bigger than both of them. So once we start doing paid media, which is uh, when the time is right, we will do it. Uh, We feel very confident where we stand right now in this primary. He is Bernie Marino. He is a candidate for U.S. Senate on the Republican side of the aisle. Bernie, thanks for joining us today on The Bruce Hooley Show. I appreciate you. Thank you. Stay tuned. Don't mind me. I'm just over here on Twitter watching it light up at uh, the insanity. Um, here's an unpopular opinion. Why, why would any member of Congress not support Jim Jordan as speaker? He's the only person who can get 217 votes and win. I think it's time to start calling your, your, your congressional member. What's that number? I think it's 202-224-3121, 202-224-3121. A consensus candidate is the right essentially acquiescing to Democrats. you think Democrats would ever do that? Unbelievable. Uh, we'll keep a pulse on what's going on, but uh, I think Jim Jordan is in uh, the race of uh, his life and then – Frankly, the Republican Party is either uh, going to be a Republican Party or they are now going to be a consensus party. I think the next hour in D.C. is going to be um, extremely critical. And we have a pulse on it, and I'll keep you updated. Speaking of a pulse on politics, uh, I'm joined right now 
on the legacy on possum dot run. <laughs> let me try that again on the legacy on possum run.com the legacy on possum run.com phone line austin beigel is on the line uh first of all austin welcome to the bruce Hooley show how are you this morning sir hello i'm doing very well today thank you hey uh, absolutely thank you for calling in um We've never talked before, but I understand that you uh, are a fresh new candidate for the Ohio State House, which frankly is pretty cool because there are a lot of career politicians, even at that level. So uh, tell our, our listeners, what district are you running in? One. And then number two, why are you doing it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh I'm in the I'm in Fairfield County, District 73. So the majority of Fairfield County is in that district. I'm the president of End Abortion Ohio. So I've spent a lot of time up at the state house talking to these career politicians you just mentioned. Uh, I've seen the inner workings of of what happens in there, and how a lot of it has become self-serving and self-interested representation rather than self-sacrificial representation that stands on. Christian conservative constitutional values. And I've been disappointed by my representation in in my district currently. Uh, And so I'm going in there to run as a candidate and uh, bring government back home to the people and the principles we really believe in. So you you said some um, red hot words there that will cause uh, some rhinos to melt down, certainly will cause um, (laughs) progressives to melt down, Christian conservative constitutional values. <gasps> That's like the trifecta oh. of doom for career politicians. And uh, so, and by the way, district 73, that's Jeff LaRay's district, isn't it right now? Yes, that's correct. He's the incumbent. He's the incumbent right now. So a little bit of background uh, before I tee up your next question, Jeff LaRay, he's a, he's a member of the blue 22. They're called the blue 22 because they partnered with Democrats to get Jason Stevens elected speaker. Why does that matter? Because in conference, Republicans committed to elect Derek Maron and uh, 21 of them with Stevens went against their words, partnered with Democrats and frankly watered down what would otherwise be a supermajority that would have probably allowed issue. The first issue one at 60 percent approval to amend the Constitution probably would have passed. Uh, school choice would have gone further. We probably would have seen a backpack bill and we probably would have more energy and strength in what we're doing now in the opposition to issue one, had it not been for the blue 22. So uh, good that you're running against Jeff Luray. What does your vision for Ohio look like? I want it to, to look red, to, to represent the majority of the districts and the counties across Ohio. Obviously we, we have the, the rural versus inner city uh, tension in, in the general population, but in terms of the, the makeup of the state legislature, it's very, very red. It's a supermajority Republican right now. And our interests as counties really aren't being represented by the people in there right now. You, you talked about the Blue 22. Those are Republicans called the Blue 22. And it, what they did there was an absolute betrayal of the counties they say they represent. Um, look how these counties vote in the presidential election and and see if they're happy with their state representatives being called the blue 22, right? It doesn't line up. Nope. Uh, and, and I think that group thought they could get away with it and you know, it would go under the radar a little bit, but they got identified and all across the state, go to the blue 22.com. And if your incumbent is on that list, 
don't vote for them, first of all, and make sure they're being challenged in this primary. Let's get these people out of here and put in people who actually represent the values that you and your family believe in. So um, some of you who are listening, you've heard of the Blue 22, you heard about Jason Stevens. Maybe you're just not certain what it's all about. Well, I've got good news for you. I'm the editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network, and I wrote the deep dive investigative report all the way back on January 9th that described what was going on. The title of the article is Bipartisanship or Betrayal. Cabal that elected Jason Stevens, Ohio House Speaker, includes all Democrat representatives, Columbus lobbyists, and a small minority of reneging House Republicans. Collusion, insiders say, is all about power and money over principle and party. So read that article, and it'll kind of bring you up to speed on what we're talking about. And um, as Austin just shared, check out theblue22.com. We've got about a minute here. Uh, Why are you qualified to represent the voters in District 23? Make your pitch. Yeah, I'm a lifelong resident of Fairfield County. I graduated high school here. I love this county. Uh, I love the Constitution, graduated Ohio State, Army veteran. Now I'm the president of End Abortion Ohio. Uh, I work on the, the hard issues, and I say the hard things. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm calling out the incumbents and the people in those positions of power. Uh, I make time every week to talk to residents of Fairfield County at local businesses. I just want to represent the people and what we actually believe in in this county and be a, a self-sacrificing representative who doesn't want the political career. I just want to be there for the people that I love. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. Second of all, you, you said something. There's a supermajority of Republicans in the Senate, the state Senate, and the state House. There's also a trifecta. So that means the Supreme Court, the um, executive branch, which is the governor, and the legislative branch, they're all controlled by Republicans. So I kind of chuckle, but then get really frustrated when I hear people talk about the state is gerrymandered. The maps are gerrymandered. Now, people prefer Republican policies to your point, Austin, which is why you're running, because you are what the Republican Party used to represent. Right. Christian, conservative, constitutional values. Quickly, where can people go to learn more, volunteer or donate to your campaign? Yes, sir. I am an open book with my beliefs. You can go to my website, austinbeigel.com. Last name is spelled B-E-I-G-E-L. Just look up my name and you'll see everything I believe in. And I'd love to have a conversation with you about it. Awesome. He is uh, Austin Beigel. He is a candidate for your representative if you're in District 73. And uh, even if you're not in District 73, he's a guy who represents Christians, conservatives and constitutional values. Austin Beigel, A-U-S-T-I-N-B-E-I-G-E-L.com. Get over there, learn more, donate, volunteer. Austin, thank you for devoting time to uh, uh, with us today on The Bruce Holy Show. Thank you, sir. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, uh, guess what? On the other side of this break, the Bruce Hooley will be with us. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned to The Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 FM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.